today's episode is brought to you by Musical Theater Radio's merch store. Looking for that perfect gift for someone or just want to treat yourself to some great musical theater themed merch? Head to musicaltheaterradio.com and click on the All Things Theater button on the homepage and check out all the different designs available. And now, today's interview. Welcome back to another episode of Be Our Guest here on Musical Theatre Radio. I am your host, as always, Jean-Paul Yovanoff. Today is another Discover a New Musical edition, where you, the listener, and me, the host, get to learn about a new show together. Today, we're going to talk about Curious K Explores the Paleozoic. When two best friends' very relationship is on the rocks, a class trip to the museum finds Emma and Olivia in hidden room with a robot that sings songs about the Paleozoic era the very topic of their homework but can they work together to finish their assignment and get back to class to their class in time we are joined by kenton blythe and lise cormier to talk tell us all about themselves and the show kenton lise welcome hello hello awesome I can't wait to talk about dinosaurs and things like that. If, if, or if it's even about dinosaurs or whatever. Dinosaurs are awesome. Um, but before we get into the show. Therapsids. Pardon? Technically, they're therapsids. Well, at least in the Permian period. And then I've already back. screwed up the interview. I don't know why ah, you want to continue. Totally <laughs> so ah. before we talk about the show, we want to get to know you guys a little bit more. Introduce you to the listeners and myself a little bit more. So I always do a 30-second bio. So Kenton. We're going to start with you. Who are you in 30 seconds? In 30 seconds, okay. Uh, my name is Kenton Blythe. I am a seasoned theater artist as well as a recent participant on this past season of Canada's Got Talent where I performed uh, with my wife, Lise, a very nerdy song about the Permian period, which in uh, Earth's geologic timeline is the period that had the largest mass extinction event the world has ever known. Perfect. That's exactly who you are in 30 seconds. That's awesome. <laughs> Elise, who are you in 30 seconds? <laughs> All right. So my name is Lise Cormier. I am a bilingual in English and French, actor, singer, dancer, uh, creator. And I grew up in Halifax and I live in Toronto now. And um, yeah, I've worked at Soul Pepper. I've done movies of the week, voice work, singing. I started singing with my parents' band when I was five years old. Uh, their band is Razzmatazz for Kids. So I've been in the entertainment business my whole life. <laughs> well, that's perfect because it leads into my next question. Have you always been into musical theater growing up? Or is that something you discovered a little bit later in life? Uh, Kenton, let's start with you again. Uh, I didn't discover musicals until I was uh, a teenager. Um, and I didn't really know how to sing when I found musicals, but when I kind of got exposed to them, it I, I just got so thirsty for them because it was it, it was just so fun. So I, I really wanted to uh, learn how to sing at all costs. And I'm happy to say that I know how to sing now. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first musical that, that turned you on to them? Do you remember? Ah, uh, for me, I was in the Mikado when I was in high school, and that was like super duper fun. Uh, but you know, it's you know, it's funny. This is a funny story because I, when I was younger, I, I was really into World of Warcraft, and I would always put on 
soundtracks to musicals when I would play World of Warcraft. There's a lot of parts to World of Warcraft where you kind of have to do a lot of menial tasks. Uh, and so I was listening to this lexicon of musicals and I, I heard this one called Evil Dead the Musical. And I was just like, oh my God, this exists. This is amazing. And crazily enough, uh, that was that ended up being my first professional gig out of school was getting cast in Evil Dead the Musical. So yeah, that was kind of, Evil Dead was the one that showed me kind of what musicals could be. Uh, and uh, yeah, then it, and it graced me with my first professional contract too. So it was pretty wild. Where where did you do Evil Dead? Uh, so I did it here in Toronto. Uh, it was the 2013 version of it. They had some original cast members in it, and it was my uh, first professional gig graduating theater school. But uh, it was the the production through Starbox Entertainment and Jeffrey Latimer Entertainment. Okay, because I, I I saw that a couple of times. I saw it at the Transact Club really early in oh, its incarnation, geez. and so I seen it a couple of times. So I was wondering if that was uh, you in there, but very cool and and i like i like the point that you use mikado as your entry point a lot of people say rant or phantom no you went old school <laughs> with some gilbert and sullivan's nice oh my god yes <laughs> at least yourself were you always into musical theater or uh discovered later so because i started singing with my parents when i was five years old um also, like my parents were always rehearsing at home. So music was like a huge part of my life. And I also started dancing when I was four. Um, and I started acting when I was 12. So and the first musical that I did when I was 12 was The Music Man. And that was so fun. I love the playfulness, you know, the little pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, 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 talk a lot, pick a little more, like the playfulness of, and the rhythms. Um, so, yeah, and then I performed uh, in uh, a musical version of A Christmas Carol at Neptune Theater, and I played Tiny Tim. And, yeah, basically since then, I've been hooked on musical theater and decided to go to uh, Sheridan to study music theater performance. And also love watching the classic musicals uh, on video with my mom. That's an activity we enjoy doing together. Nice. Well, another Sheridan alumni here. So uh, yeah. I'm a graduate. Yep. What year Fabulous. were you there? Uh, 2005 to 2008. Okay, so you're a little bit after me. So I was... Okay. Hmm, shoot, what was I? 93 to 96. So... Okay. But you had showers, obviously, and things like that. You had a rebuilt backstage and nice things like that. So... You know, I don't even remember the backstage. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was there, now to just go off topic a little bit. Uh, my first year was just after they moved out of the portables. Okay, I did hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was that was I was just thank goodness I missed that. I don't even want to think about going out to portables, but yeah. That's that's no, we've just gone off topic, but that's okay. So my question is uh, before we get to the, the show, we have to figure out how your two parallel lines of life intersected. So how did that happen? Because that will lead us into the show itself. Uh, yeah. So, do you want to sure? Okay. Unbeknownst to the two of us, we had the same principal agent. And this agent uh, sent her roster an email saying there's this animation voice workshop coming up. Um, and both of us decided to take it. 
and we met at the workshop and we were both early so we just started chatting and we just really hit it off um and it, you know to meet your future husband slash future wife making funny voices <laughs> is a pretty cool way <laughs> nice cool so obviously you got along and everything. So let's move on to the show. Uh, tell us a little bit, the genesis of the show. When did it begin and, and all that fun stuff? Uh, so I started writing this shortly after we got pulled out of the fringe lottery back in January. Uh, I had been kind of wanting to create a home for the material that we performed on Canada's Got Talent because it was such a uh, an empowering experience. And we had a lot of uh, very encouraging feedback from that. So I wanted to uh, kind of dive into that because it, it just people were responding to it. Cardinal rule of clown is do what the people want, right? Um, so I, uh, you know, the Paleozoic is like 250 million years long. So I'm just like, got to make a whole musical about this. You know, uh, there's uh, six different periods. So I, I kind of started doing research about each individual geologic period in the, or in the, uh, in the Paleozoic. And then I, uh, I started writing songs about each geologic period. Uh, and it, it, it's very interesting trying to summarize, uh, you know, 20 to 40 million years worth of uh, the Earth's timeline in a two to four minute song. Uh, so that was, that was a really fun challenge. Um, and uh, when I, you know, I got all the songs together, then I just started thinking about what, where would they fit in a story? And then, uh, you know, then I went to the, the Dawn of Life exhibit at the Royal Ontario Museum. And then I'm like, okay, well, this is definitely where this story takes place, 100%. So uh, eventually started these ideas started to kind of manifest in terms of two high school students uh, find a robot in the basement of the ROM and they realize that when they turn it on, it sings them the answers to their homework. Uh, and then there's some twists and turns in there that I'll elaborate on later. But uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how it became what it is. So we always just... oh sorry, go on. Oh yeah, and I'll just add to that. See, he wrote the first song uh before you know like before we went on canada's got talent he wrote the permian period so he already had one song and i had come up with harmonies and choreo for it and then i think he wrote it uh, a second song as well the cambrian period so we had like two songs and it's like we had great reception on canada's got talent and then we wanted to use that momentum uh and create a show so I guess you were always into uh, that period of time or was that something, you know, you had to work to do more research? Well, it's actually something I discovered over the pandemic because the pandemic was a great time to just kind of read about stuff. So I, uh, my singing teacher, uh, Jeannie Wise, lent me this book called The Rise and Fall of the Dinosaurs. And uh, it was a really cool book. And it's actually like in the first chunk of that book uh they talk about the permian period and how kind of exciting the mass extinction event was uh in that time and it she did a really good job in that book kind of explaining what was exciting about it and i was like holy crap i didn't even know this happened that's nuts you know 
So then that was the uh, the door opening to a whole new world of fun facts uh, about the Paleozoic period. And I realized that, you know, Jurassic Park really did a great job about kind of making dinosaurs into celebrities, um, which is fantastic because like the Mesozoic is like huge, right? But like the Paleozoic is just as interesting and it's somewhat more underappreciated. It's the more underappreciated epoch. So uh, yeah, I kind of, part of me wanted to just kind of shed a light on how cool this, you know, geologic period is and kind of the context that it gives for the evolution of life on earth. It, it's really quite amazing. Plus the, the animals are so weird looking. It really just kind of captures your imagination when you look at these things. They look alien, like all of them. You know, like all 250 million years worth of animals. And I think it's because part of that is because I think we're so familiar with the dinosaurs that, you know, you realize that. So the, the dinosaurs existed 66 million years ago. That Those were the, the, the last dinosaurs. Right. And they, the dinosaurs came into existence 250 million years ago. That's when the first dinosaurs were. And the distance between us and the first dinosaurs is the same distance that the dinosaurs were from the Cambrian period, which is when complex life first started coming onto the scene. So yeah, the dinosaurs were looking at Anomalocaris being like, okay, that's like so old, right? But uh, it, what, what's, what's crazy about it is watch looking at all of the creatures next to each other and being like, okay, whoa, this became that and that became that and eventually we came onto the scene somehow. So, it, you know, context is so interesting and I feel like there's such a great opportunity in exploring this material to ignite curiosity. And that's what's great about musical theater. You know what? I'm not just being entertained. I'm going to be learning about all yep. this stuff at the same time. So that's fantastic. Oh, definitely. So you're you're the choreographer for the show. What Did you have to yep. figure out something for the animals? <laughs> like, is there something special? For, for the choreography so yeah so i mean okay so i've studied dance i've studied clown like physical lots of forms of physical theater um so the choreography it's not just like dance moves it's definitely like embodying the spirit of the wackiness of the creatures and using that sort of comedic timing um on stage like like I don't know if you know the term fixed point, but it's a term used in like physical theater. Like so, you move, but then you you're still, and then you move, and it's like the juxtaposition of the stillness with the movement and the timing. So there's a lot of things you can do with that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, just also I don't know. I always have been somebody who's a very creative mover. Like because my parents perform for kids. I never got, um, I never felt restricted in my artistic expression. So I don't have like a set idea of what movement should look like. You know, it's whatever feels right with the music. Um, yeah. Nice. So you're, you're probably still in rehearsal period because this is, you know, you're going to go up in a couple of weeks. So you're probably still working. Is it, You've got this probably incredible cast. You've got the creatives. Is there moments that you were watching the rehearsals and go, 
I never thought of that. They brought out something that I never even realized was there. I love discovering those moments. Is there something in there for yourselves? Uh, yes, there's like a million things. <laughs> it's, uh, I, the, this, this production has been very much uh, a collaboration between all aspects involved. Uh, Brianna and Jada, the two actors that are playing the high school students, they have brought so much kind of creativity and nuance to those characters. And Chantal, uh, our director, it, it's, she, she has found the emotional core of what is in the writing so well. And, you know, it's, you know, I, I wrote two high school uh, students who are, you know, female, right? So I don't have that experience. And I was so glad, I, I really wanted Chantal for this very reason, because she's somebody with lived experience in that time. And you can bet that I got, I got such great notes from the first reading that we did and then subsequent readings that we did very early on in the stage that really kind of showed me where to focus on in order to make the relationship between those two teenage girls, um, uh, what's the word, real, you know, like, uh, and how people actually engage and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm so grateful for that kind of flashlight that, uh, that my team has kind of showed me into that. And yeah, everybody's just doing such great work too. I, I'm so, Lisa's choreography is also just great. It's, it's so funny. It's a, it just, it melds together so well. I'm, I'm so excited for people to see this. As am I. I it was, when I was going through the list, I thought, you know, I saw this one. I I want to see this show. <laughs> so uh, nice. I, I'm, I'm going to be heading out in, in a couple of weeks in July to see it. So let's transition to that. Let's get the who, what, where, when, why, and how to see this show. Do you want to feel this one, honey? Yeah, I'm just realizing I should pull up the exact show times, but if you want to start. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, Curious K explores the Paleozoic runs from July 6th to 15th under the Toronto Fringe. And it will be at 620 Spadina. That is the Ukrainian Museum of Canada. Uh, and uh, the show times are generally in the late afternoon. We're part of a new section of the Fringe called the Teen Fringe. Um, and Lisa's pulling up the show times right now, but generally speaking, show times usually range between 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. Okay. Yeah, it's geared for ages 11 plus, but, you know, it, it would be appropriate for anyone. Okay, I have the show times. So on July 6th, it's at 5.45, July 7th, 6.45, July 9th, 5 p.m., July 11th, 7.30 p.m. July 12th, 4.45 p.m. July 13th, 7 p.m. And July 15th, 5 p.m. Those are all evening, yeah, like early evening shows. Great. And do you have any socials that we could, uh, you know, connect with you at? 100%. Yes, we, we made a, an Instagram page just for our creative um, pursuits together. And it's called kenton dot and dot lees so kenton is spelled k-e-n-t-o-n dot and dot lees is spelled l-i-s-e so that's on instagram that's our handle fantastic we also did make a tiktok with the same handle we're just not so used to tiktok so we're a little less active on there but i hear you I, I don't quite know how it works, but we're trying. <laughs> I, I know. It's, 
there's too much stuff sometimes. Sometimes you just gotta choose one and roll with it and you know. Yeah. I'd say for sure the Instagram, uh, if you follow us there, and then we have a link to, like, we have all our links um, in our bio there. Very cool. So, Well, well, thank you both for coming on and, uh, you know, talking about the show and introducing yourselves to the world. And yeah, like I said, I look forward to go seeing it at the Fringe Festival. So thank you. And congratulations on the show. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Jean-Paul. This was, this was absolutely lovely. Now, before before we go, I, I have to ask one question. Yeah. Out of the Paleozoic era, mm. do you have a favorite creature? <laughs> Is there one that you went, oh, I love that one? Oh, man, that's so hard. There's so many great ones. Sweetheart, what? I feel like you like the squid-like ones the best. Well, <laughs> you know, oh, man. That or the trilobite. I'll tell you my favorite from each period. Um, <laughs> One creature to rule them all it is difficult. I think, I, I mean, I have a special place in my heart for the Cambrian period because mm. the Cambrian period, uh, really fun fact, real quick. Uh, it, uh, Canada is very famous internationally because we have a, a place called the Burgess Shale, which is in Fields, BC, which I'm from Alberta. So it's pretty, it's like relatively close to where I live. And at the top of a mountain in Fields, BC, is the Burgess Shale. And the Burgess Shale has some of the most perfectly preserved specimens from the Cambrian period anywhere on Earth. Uh, really special conditions have to happen in order to make a fossil. You basically have to have a thing die and then all of the oxygen get removed from the environment so that it can stay preserved. And that somehow happened. And because it was in the Cambrian period, the Cambrian period is like 500 million years ago. Uh, there must've been like a mudslide or something. I have no idea, but it perfectly preserved a bunch of Cambrian fossils. And then because of the you know plate tectonics, those undersea creatures are now at the top of that mountain in fields BC. And it's just kind of been a boon for uh, 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 paleontology, uh, essentially. Uh, and it's world-renowned. It's one of like the three best sites in the whole world for stuff like that. And I can't help but feel a little bit of pride. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I love like, learning stuff and dinosaurs and all that sort of thing. So, and creatures of, of that time period. So thank you. I really do look forward to learning and enter being entertained during your show so again totally. congratulations to the two of you and thank you for coming on and, and talking to thank us. you okay take care awesome so we were just speaking with uh kenton blythe and lise cormier talking about curious k explores the paleozoic uh which runs at the toronto fringe festival from july 6th to the 16th you can uh find uh, all information how to get tickets and everything you just go to the torontofringe.com look up the name and you'll be able to get your tickets and know where everything is fantastic Tune in next week as we do this all over again. We talk with another guest and guests about their love, love and passion. That is musical theater. I am your host as always, Jean-Paul Yovanoff. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.